this is Jason part two. If I go too deep or if anything is uncomfortable. <clears throat> so one energy that's coming through that's being stored in the hamstrings, which you had said was an area of focus for us today, mm -hmm. um, is that energy of powering through, mm -hmm. similar to what we were just talking about with stress, how we, we reframe it as our fuel. And it's empowered us to live life in a little more, nose to the grindstone kind of way. Mm -hmm. That your body has been holding some of that energy and your hamstrings have been trying to power through it. Mm -hmm. And so just affirming with yourself, I lovingly command my hamstrings to release the tension of compensating for any physical, mental, emotional, energetic, spiritual, or sexual stress. I promise to acknowledge my relationship to these concepts, to my relationship of stress and with stress, so that my body does not need to physically compensate for the lack of my conscious awareness any longer. body for all of the work you've been doing consciously and subconsciously thank you for compensating for the lack of my awareness I lovingly command you to 100% completely release this symptom as my conscious awareness has expanded you're no longer responsible for carrying this stress or tension in this room. Your glutes definitely have some stagnant lymph around there. As we bring that out, you'll look a lot more toned through that area. You'll also have less, um, was that in your lower back? You said mid back that your spine Okay, so from right about here below has a lot of stagnant lymph. Mm -hmm. And so that can be contributing to lower back issues, nerve pain, um, digestive or reproductive um, like weirdness. Mm -hmm. um, it could be around, it also has to do with, uh, you know, men tend to get that, um, not that you have this, but men tend to get that like inner tube belly and like the fat on a man's stores differently to women's. Mm -hmm. And so as we open this up, it prevents that belly from happening in the future mm -hmm. because this, if this doesn't have anywhere to go, mm -hmm. it's going to pool down here because mm -hmm. this is the path. Mm -hmm. And so if that's not going anywhere, then it just starts to build up just like mm -hmm. air in a balloon or like an air bed if you've ever filled it mm -hmm. too full. That's what your body is starting to do from here to here. Yeah, definitely like, you know, 
Just thought I had the love handle thing going for uh, several years. Um, and uh, luckily I've, I've, I've lost, um, uh, I've like gradually lost some weight um, for the last several months. Um, took some intermittent fasting. state of being that you shouldn't really need to be overly concerned with what time of day you're eating. The issue is coming from the fluid that's not draining. And so just from what I'm seeing from here to here and also up in here, I w and I'm not saying you're overweight by any means, but you're holding, I would say, 15 to 18 pounds of toxicity. Um, just by the way that your skin is ballooning, ballooning out and by what this is holding mm. and so like I said you'll probably urinate a lot in the next 22 24 hours okay. um, if you feel since you do uh, have a love for alcohol so to say you might feel a little hungover during the detox period which is the, the next 24 hours okay. so if you're drinking a lot of water mm -hmm. our recommended amount is half of our ideal body weight in ounces per day so if your ideal weight, I mean, for the average person, it's about three to four liters of water a day. If you're not drinking anywhere close to that, only increase your amount by about half a liter a week. Because our bodies are in a state of dehydration if we're not drinking that much. But if you just jump from trying to drink one liter to trying to drink three, you're going to be going into the bathroom to pee like every 10 minutes. But if you only increase your water intake by about half a liter a week, it slowly wakes your body up and reminds your body, oh yeah, I am dehydrated. And then your body will use that water rather than it just going straight through your system. necessarily um, but it will help you feel better and push them out quicker if you start drinking more water now mm -hmm. um, especially in the next 24 hours and then also any lemon ginger turmeric and broccoli that you can eat mm -hmm. all help clean the lymphatic system mm. and then turmeric is nature's strongest anti-inflammatory so all of those things are good to just incorporate into your diet as much as you can on a regular basis. But just to prep you for the detox period coming, those are really good foods. And if you do feel any detox symptoms, those will help you feel better faster. Yeah, and if you're interested, I also have um, all of 
my teas are liver cleansers, and then I have two flavors, three flavors specifically, that cleanse the lymphatic fluid. Mm. Wait, so what, what are the key ingredients to... So all of the lymph cleaners are turmeric teas. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is called Restorative Roots, and it has a lot of lemon, ginger, cardamom, as well as some deep liver cleansers like artichoke leaf extract, dandelion, uh, dandelion root. Mm-hmm. There's some different things in there like that. Um, and then Summer Spice is more like they're all a base of lemon ginger turmeric Mm. and then the restorative roots just has the cardamom so it's got the that's the one you smelled yesterday that had more floral Mm -hmm. out of the orange peas Mm. and then summer spice can actually also be used as a seasoning for your Mm. food So that's part of the reason why you've been struggling with your hamstrings is because the water hasn't been able to drain out here. So your hamstrings have been acting like there's a water balloon underneath them and they're getting pushed out around this water balloon. Is there some self care um, you recommend for Personal tips stand on top of that. Any kind of compression clothing is really great for the lymphatic system. Mm. Not to wear it all the time, but for you, you'll want to get full pants if you can, rather than just shorts, Mm -hmm. um, just because a lot of it is here. Mm. Um, And then you also will have some here that will also help be pushed out right in the center of the calf there. Mm. But, um, and then up through the hip, it helps compress the bones so that the lymph can flow. And then tank tops or t-shirts are really great also for the top lymph. Dry brushing is one of the best things you can do to take care of your lymphatic system. And they do sell those for like 10 bucks if you want one. I think I have it. I think I have one here. Um, skincare, because what we're putting on our skin, if you're just using lotions or non-organic oils, then that is aggravating your lymphatic system. Mm. So going with organic, even if it's just coconut oil, mm-hmm. that's better for you than almost anything else. Mm-hmm. It's typically used with coconut oil for my massage practice. And mm-hmm. There's a blend of massage oils that I'm not exactly sure what's in it, but I use their apples. It, I think it's one of those um, biotone ones. Yeah, those are not organic, mm. and they have chemicals and stuff in them that aren't always the greatest. So, when in doubt, coconut oil is the best because hardly anyone, I've never met someone who's allergic to it. Um, and it 
in addition to being antibacterial, antifungal, antimicrobial, anti-everything, it also helps the skin heal faster without scars. Mm. And so if you imagine that our skin, I mean, right underneath the skin is the lymphatic system. So anything that we're putting onto the skin is going right through the skin into the lymph system. Mm. If our lymph's job is to detox the body, if you're putting stuff on your skin that's antimicrobial, antifungal, anti-everything, you're helping the lymph do its job. In addition to providing the skin with the superfood and the nutrients that it needs to be healthy. does so it pulls the fascia apart so that the muscle has somewhere to be lengthened into and then it also pulls the stagnant lymph out of the layers of the muscle tissue and it pulls the lymph out of the areas where it's not supposed to be back into the pathway so that it can do its thing mm -hmm. cups are pretty much the most underrated tool in massage than the lymphatic protocol itself. <laughs> So right here, mm -hmm. everyone's tension spots in the shoulder, there's literally a lymph port there. And that's why it gets so tight, is because mm -hmm. the lymph isn't draining. So when that drains out, 90% of that muscle tension goes away.
in the body, the spine is the recorder of all things related to our identity. So if you imagine the chakras go through the various areas of the spine, all of those chakras relate to different energies and concepts and they all, all of those energies and concepts and how we relate to them make up our identity or pull on our identity or cause a misalignment in our identity or support our identity. And so just by looking at the spine, the health of the spine, the patterns of the spine, the misalignments of the spine, the chronic or acute injuries or imbalances in the spine, we can really start to read the identity or the history of the identity of the person where just like I just like I identified with you when you were face up, that area of your body that was recording inner conflict, mm -hmm. we can start to record the areas of inner conflict between the body and the true identity mm -hmm. and the ego. We're multidimensional beings. Our ego is not our enemy. It's just the inflated ego that is our enemy. Our ego helps us with things like taking out the trash and staying on time and living in the 3D world. But when it starts to override the message of our soul or of our highest and purest self, that's where the multidimensional aspects of our soul, of our ego, of our mind, of our identity, of how we relate to ourselves, to others, and to the world, starts to create patterns of tension or misalignment in the spine. like right there is where you need to play with that foam roller okay. and you want to imagine like getting it hooked like that into the crest of the hip mm. see how sore mm. that is mm -hmm. that's where it needs to let go your hamstrings will be like boom released mm. deep breath in gonna have you take this leg and just keeping it straight lift it straight up off the table about two inches a little tiny bit higher right there hold and come down and then consciously soften any tissue around the tension right around my elbow right under my elbow from my elbow straight through your back all the way to the table from my elbow underneath the that hook of the crest of your hip from that hook all the way to the greater trochanter just freeing the crest of the hip the edge of it from where it attaches to the ql to the multifidus 
to all those deep muscles in the back and the glutes, the hip stabilizers. Now from my elbow, right up to the spine, just like a little Christmas tree angle. Keep softening. And from my elbow underneath the spine to this side, on top of the spine, in between the vertebrae, unwind each of those little tendons, all of those connections. Our natural human reaction is to pull away from pain, whether that's physical or emotional or mental. But when we can breathe and soften into the experience by changing our perspective from being in the thick of it to looking at it like a learning or a masterclass, by being a student of the experience rather than a victim of the experience, we can soften into that pain and it actually releases. We're afraid to soften into it because we think it's gonna stay, it's gonna hurt. We're gonna, we don't wanna do that. But it's actually the softening that encourages and allows the release to happen more quickly, more deeply, and more permanently. right from my elbow, right underneath the erectors. Just like a hot knife through butter, under the erectors, and then in between each layer of the erectors, in between each individual muscle, just like a hot knife through butter, carving away at the areas of fascia, at the air areas of muscle tissue that have banded together in a non-benevolent or inefficient way. Just like a softball, imagine my fist is a softball and I'm dropping that softball down into your hip about three inches, right into the center. Just soften that softball. Actually, I'm gonna have you lift your leg up first about two inches, yep, right there. Try and squeeze the glute as hard as you can and then let go. And consciously soften that softball. Right underneath my thumb, right at the crest of the hip there, up into the sacrum where my palm is. Feel the difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like there.
So what I put in next here is I've got the remover of the kid's brain and cascada, which is the optimal brain restate for the healing process to occur.
continue with downward dog through your right foot through and through. in between the vertebrae, push this triangle down to the hip, deep into that softball area, that deep center, your back, low back, glute. If that muscle tension right there is pulling that vertebrae. Deep into the elbow and under the hip, that hip under the hip. Imagine my elbow going downstairs deeper and deeper into your muscles. right underneath my elbow imagine that softball is two inches below the skin letting that whole area soften all the way to the table all the way to the sternum all the way through the ribs through the lungs through the spine through your back shoulder neck and head glide stops right there mm -hmm. softens in my elbow straight down to your tailbone it's like a metal plate that's about two inches below the skin letting that entire line of the metal plate soften 
shoulders, the feet spreading out. We'll soften them all the way. Imagining a metal rod right from here all the way down your spine, like it's been supporting you, but now it's in the way. So now you can just pull that out. One on this side, one on this side, and right down the center of your spine, allowing every vertebrae to gain range of motion and flexibility in every single direction, allowing every disc between every vertebrae to feel free and hydrated and able to expand and cushion the vertebrae appropriately, allowing the curves of the spine to become a more natural angle, more appropriate for delivering the messages of the nerves to the body, more hydrated, more youthful and vital. In addition to your hamstrings holding the energy of powering through, your quads are then a little bit energetically turned off. That's where a lot of our powered forward momentum comes from. So your body has been hanging back. The energy is hanging back, seeing how things go. Not quite stepping onto the playing field fully whereas that energy as it balances out from this pattern that your hamstrings have been holding so if quads waken up then you'll come more into feeling safe and secure in what's going on in your root chakra and all of your earth star stuff mm. and you'll find a more innate flow in moving forward in inspired creativity mm. and momentum the momentum of forward moment of the momentum of forward movement will feel more consistent.
notice that tension right from here in the quad it's like a straight line like an x all the way up to here where it attaches underneath the abdomen underneath this edge of the rib cage notice how that torques the spine on the anterior side through the vertebrae right where you're having that issue allow that fascia to soften and lengthen all the way from the shoulder here all the way down through from here to here in the back in the shoulder in the that central part of the body all the way up to this shoulder x here x here but we're going to focus from here to here how your arm and your shoulder our arms are very symbolic of creating that's what we use for range of motion for creating anything in the physical world rowing paddling playing anything like that and yours has been kind of restricted almost like when you have that collarbone that sling yours has been holding this energy that it's been tied to where that rib cage was closed off from that heart and relationship experience so coming full circle back to that experience that we were healing on, allowing how that closed heartness or past closed heartedness limited your ability to move forward in that consistent and momentumous way and how all of that has tied your ability to feel thriving and joy and bliss and play and freedom and in a more, I know you already embody those qualities and value those qualities, but it's like it's been separate from yourself a couple of degrees. And as this energy releases, now that you're consciously aware of how that's affected your body, that all of those qualities will come a few degrees deeper into your embodiment. yourself I am safe I am safe to heal I am safe to release I am safe to align with my highest and purest self my highest and purest path my highest and purest passions my highest and purest fulfillment and bliss and health and freedom range of motion and flexibility and stability anything else that resonates just want to clear some of this vast toxic in we'll have you move your hands to the table and just allowing that xerox light we were working with before to just cleanse Everything from the solar plexus, which is healthy personal power versus control and manipulation, to the sacral chakra, 
creativity, relationships, sexuality, finances, and boundaries. And the root, all things safety and security, physical, mental, emotional, energetic, spiritual, and sexual. It's cleansing the relationship from these chakras, the space between these chakras, the way that these chakras relate and connect to each other, the messages that they're relating to each other, their ability to harmoniously be balanced and supportive of you in your physio-spiritual experience. These two tuning forks are tuned to 5.8 hertz, which is scientifically proven to heal the human. And 174 hertz, which is the frequency of the soul star chakra. So the two frequencies together can heal your DNA through time, space, reality, dimensions, relationships, reactions, and responses.
Very cared for. Good deal. 